The schedule, the job, the kids. Take some time just for you. It's Sunday mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5, powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of DC's best hospitals that isn't in DC. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital. Here for you. And now D. Daniels. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. Every single Sunday, we have fantastic guests on this show, and it is, of course, no different this week as we welcome back to the show a guest we've had before, not only on the morning show, but on the Sunday show and on the podcast. We've had him all over the place. He's fantastic. Deontay Diggs is here. Deontay. (laughs) Oh, I love it when you stop by. Good morning. Good morning. It is so nice to have you. So Deontay, by the way, has gone from the dancing deputy to the singing cook, to best-selling author, to soon to hit the big screen with a new documentary. The the way your life is unfolding, Deontay, it is beautiful, and we are so proud that this is your hometown. We're so proud of you here. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's been quite the ride. Yeah. Very exciting. So it's so exciting. This is such an exciting time for you. I want to talk about all of it, including uh, that you have uh, your documentary getting ready to uh, be in theaters, which yeah. I think this is going to be fantastic. Um, coming up in June. Yes. And we're so excited about that. Now, this is really such a it seems like I haven't seen it yet and mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it. But this is is going to be so touching i think i mean the pieces that i've seen the the just the the moments that i've heard you talk about uh, watching you go and film parts of this uh, it's just been amazing i i feel like this is going to be something that people are not going to forget i definitely would agree with that it's been uh almost eight months of filming 125 hours and dozens of interviews and uh you know, I, I take the viewer on my journey through life. And so it's definitely going to be impactful and uh, inspirational. And, uh, you know, for instance, uh, the first weekend that we started filming, um, I remember waking up that morning and I said to myself, I give you permission to feel and to just be authentic in the moment and you know, whatever this may bring. That was kind of my morning uh, rah-rah, get yourself together type thing. Right. And um, we start filming and we go back to one of the places where I experienced my first significant trauma. And um, it was so uh, impactful and it Mm. was so painful in some ways uh, that we ended up having to stop filming really the filming crew were even experiencing some of my emotions or as they were watching me go through these emotions they had to take a break as well so it's definitely going to um, take you on an emotional roller coaster um, but uh, it'll be well worth it yeah i think so too i really do now uh, i want to talk more about the documentary here in just a few minutes but let's let's give everybody uh who's like wait i know that guy i know that voice let's give everybody a little bit of your background yeah you have so many fantastic things going on you wear so many hats they're all very cute and (laughs) and i i want you to tell everybody kind of how all of this got started for you yeah so back in 2016 um i did a charity event with uh, Fred Parent and um, I did a lip sync battle 
and it was the second year that I had done it and I decided to do Beyonce's formation mm -hmm. and uh, it went viral and um, so when it went viral that time I think it was more of a regional type thing and so after that experience I went back to my daily life as a law enforcement officer and uh, you know, motivational speaker. And I think at the time I was just beginning with the cooking and, and starting cooking with love. And so uh, my mother was ill with cancer and I was um, up in Baltimore. And right before I found out that she was in the hospital, I had um, agreed to dance with the North Stafford dance team, the North Stafford high school dance team. Mm -hmm. And that was all from the viral video and, you know, different schools were reaching out. Can you come and dance with the kids type thing? And so my mother's sick. I go up to the hospital and I cancel all my engagements. And uh, I spoke to my mother, showed her the video. And she was like, you, you can't do that to the kids. And so she said, you know, go back. I'll still be here when, when you're finished. And so I did and went back to the school and we danced for. Uh, pep rally. The pep rally went too fast. The staff came up to me and asked, can you please do the Beyonce dance that you did for the lip sync battle? And I said, I don't know. I didn't really practice, but let's just go for it. Right. And the rest is history. 90 million views. America's Got Talent. Wow. Uh, a couple of talk shows and articles written in publications like Time Magazine. And uh, so that all happened and just my world changed overnight literally 30 seconds uh, is all that dance was. And uh, from there, uh, this past July, I released my autobiography. And then uh, I moved right on into the documentary. Now, a little bit about the documentary and, and the book is, is, is the documentary a, a, just a deeper dive from the book? I mean, if you read the book, you're going to sort of know what's going on yes definitely okay. so what i wanted to do there when people have read the book they typically reach out and say when is book number two coming right and i'm like not right now so <laughs> with the documentary it not only takes those that have read the book on a visual journey um it also explains things a little bit more in depth than the book does, or you're at least able to see it and right. visualize. And then it also brings them up to where I am currently in life. So, um, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, that was a dot, 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 by the way. He's not, he's not giving that part away, you see. Uh, you see how that works? That was a little carrot right there. Dee, dee, dee. Um, the book is called Beneath the Scar. Yes. And I remember I had you on, I think, the podcast right before, right before the book released, I believe. Mm -hmm. And the excitement around the book has continued and i know that you hit like in the top five in the in the amazon lgbtq section and oh my yeah. gosh the book is getting great reviews and i think it's because of that very mantra you had that morning before filming it's that yeah. giving yourself permission to be authentic because you really in the book and in the documentary you've just opened up your soul and said here it is yeah, you know, I wasn't when you when you look at the ratings on Amazon, when you put something out, um, you know that the world can be pretty harsh at times. Mm -hmm. And so I was shocked that to this point I've not had one negative comment and that it's five stars. But 
much more into the authenticity, what I found through this journey is that there are so many people that are hurting and who've had similar experiences and they feel like they're alone or they feel like, you know, because I'm in a certain career, I can't do other things outside of that career. Mm -hmm. And so my goal and my intent is to uh, show people that you can live in your truth and um, still be successful. And you don't have to be afraid of what other people are going to say or or if they're going to judge you and those types of things. And so what better way to to send that message than to actually live it um, out loud? Absolutely. Deontay Diggs is our guest this week on the Sunday show. And your website is DeontayDiggs.com. Yep. It's a really great place to go to keep you up to date on what's going on with the book and the documentary. And he mentioned motivational speaking. You do that as well, and you do, do it very well. Some of the things that you address are the very things that we're talking about. Being authentic in your life and open, opening yourself up to that vulnerability can be very difficult, and it does take courage to do it. Yeah, you, you have to be prepared for um, others that aren't going to see it in the same Uh, light that you see it in or the same perspective. And so when I go out and do motivational speaking, I speak on a a lot of different topics. And we go from um, poverty to education, uh, law enforcement topics, uh, mental health topics, um, how to deal with trauma. And when I go into these spaces, I, I really make it about that event that audience and so it's tailored to them and it's never the same uh, uh, speech mm-hmm. or in, or motivational um, topic presented in the same way right. twice right and so I've had people that have followed me and come to multiple events and they're like you're always doing something from a different angle or you know it's just I want to engage and really inspire people uh, and so I try to when I do the motivational speaking uh, give people something that they can use in life uh, pull something out of what I say and, and use it put it as a tool in your toolbox and use it uh, when you're dealing with something that is uh, emotional or hardship or something of that nature and have you been surprised to see that a lot more people relate to what you're saying and your story than maybe you thought before you started doing yeah, all this? yeah definitely I I remember very vividly um, how I felt alone for a huge portion of my life Mm -hmm. and like I was the only one dealing with XYZ and so when I go out and do motivational speaking for me it's like therapy because you know I'm speaking to these audiences and it never fails there is always multiple people in the audience who will either contact me or come up after the event and speak to me and say I am either currently going through or have gone through what you're going through and I needed to hear something in what you said today. And so um, it's definitely uh, one of my, you know, I have many hats, but that's one of my favorite hats to wear. Oh, I bet. I can imagine so. I mean, you see the benefit of it pretty immediately. Yeah. yeah. And and not only does it feel good to you, but I mean, what you're offering to other people, it, it I'm sure you see it on their faces. Yeah. And I get to give, I give love and I get it back. And, and that's the greatest uh part of of being a motivational speaker it's that circle it's it's complete and it's complete very fast it's almost instantaneous and as i'm up there i i read people's body language and so you can see you know who's really following you and Mm -hmm. then who's kind of like you know uh, a little bit resistant and so um, it's just interesting to watch that as the whole process takes place the fabulous deontay diggs is my guest on the sunday show this week we'll have more with him coming up after this break 
Your bundle of joy needs lots of sleep. At Mary Washington Hospital, we want to make sure they're safe. Sleep-related death results in the loss of more than 3,500 infants each year. By focusing on better sleeping practices, like the Back is Best model, our goal is to bring that number down. Designated as a safe sleep leader by the National Safe Sleep Hospital Certification Program, our team educates new parents on ways to ensure their little one is protected when getting the sleep they need to grow. So you can both rest easy. Along with safe sleep, we are dedicated to bringing the best care to the newest members of our community. The Level 3 Neonatal Intensive Care Unit at Mary Washington Hospital is proud to celebrate over 25 years of caring for the region's tiniest babies. Learn more at mybaby.mwhc.com. Mary Washington Healthcare, here for you. Now back to Sunday Mornings with Dee Daniels on B101.5. Good Sunday morning. Welcome back to the show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. So glad you're along with us here on this Sunday. And my guest, the fabulous, the fantastic, the very handsome Deontay Diggs is here talking about so many things, including his book Beneath the Scar and the documentary that is coming out very soon. Deontay, I'm so excited that we get to have this documentary at Paragon Theaters right here in Fredericksburg, Virginia. I mean, this is going to be I think such a big moment for you and also for people really to see the book come to life and parts of your life that maybe they didn't know about they're going to be able to see all of that come to life definitely and you know I'm very thankful for Paragon for allowing me to do the screening there and then you know we're going to also everything that I do I always try to tie it into charity right and so we're raising ten thousand dollars for big brothers and sisters greater mm-hmm. Fredericksburg and so my my drive is to really give back and to um, inspire youth that are going through similar situations that I went through as a child and um, so it's it's taken on a life of its own and you know the first showing is already sold out and we only have like 60 tickets for the second showing wow. left and so I am uh, very excited about it all right, so when, uh, if we can still get tickets, uh, yes. because I know you had to add the second showing, yes. which, I mean, just shows how many people want to see this already. And uh, so when can we see this? When is it coming to Paragon? It's going to be on June 19th. And the showing that has seats available is at 8.30. 8.30. You can get the tickets on Eventbrite if you type in Beneath the Scar. It should pop up. Um, or you could also go to my website, DeontayDiggs.com, and the information is there as well. Very good. Easy to find there, too, DeontayDiggs.com. And, I mean, gosh, you can feel really good not only about going and, and watching this and, and getting enriched by it in so many ways, but helping out big brothers, big sisters as well. I mean, that 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 feels really good to, to be a part of that. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it's interesting because people they asked, how did you choose big brothers and sisters? And it was very simple. They invited me to an event and I got to see the impact stories of how they work with youth and their mentors and what it meant to uh, the youth that that had these wonderful um, relationships. And so I saw myself in those impact stories and I was like, I have to do something uh, to give to this to this organization. And so when 
I realized that the documentary was coming about, I was like, okay, that's, I remembered, and it was over a year since we had had any contact. And so they were shocked when I reached out and said, this is my plan, this is my vision. And so everybody just jumped on board. And then I got, I uh, started contacting businesses in the community and in the area um, and, you know, asking for sponsorships and, um, and it's just really worked out well. A lot of people stepping up, but this is a team effort. Yeah, definitely. It sounds like it really does. Definitely. I have right now um, as our gold sponsors, and that means they donated $750. Which is huge. Huge. Yeah. Um, Lustine Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Ram, which is in Woodbridge. Uh, Rejuvelay's Med Spa. Uh, Laura Sellers, who's a former board member here in the county. Uh, Orleans Bistro and Grill and Mason Dixon Cafe. And then I have Illusion Wraps, who donated uh, Backdrop. And, uh, you know, also working with you all, B101.5. Yes. Yeah. So those are the gold stars. Um, and we've had uh, several other businesses that have also donated money and uh, and or, you know, people to help out with the events. So it's huge. And, and it really is a big team effort, you know, when, when people come together to do that. And we couldn't be prouder to be uh, teaming up and supporting you in this. I mean, we just we love being a part of it. We've loved watching your journey uh, from being a you know deputy in Stafford <laughs> County to on the TV screen, America's Got Talent. It's like, OK, wow, look at this guy go. I mean, yeah. like I said at the beginning of the show, we're so proud of you. Thank you. And it means the world to me. And, you know, it's just it's great to give love and to give it back and that's you know the basic need I think of every human being and uh, to just be accepted for who you are and to be able to just support one another and so this is just such a blessing and you know the interesting thing with this documentary is that the first time I will see it will be at the first screening with everyone else wow so yeah the, so you haven't seen the complete no I haven't we actually wow. just wrapped up filming uh, yesterday oh my goodness so yeah, I wanted it to be um, a moment that I shared with everyone else. And the director, Man Manoa Rain, uh, his company, Momentous Media, we've developed such a relationship over this journey. And um, I almost feel like he knows my story better than I do mm -hmm. as far as reading the book and just understanding different things in my past. And so I trust him. And I said, you know, he, he offered for me to see it before the screening. And I said, no, I want it to be an authentic experience that I share with those who've come together to support this event. Wow, that's going to be interesting. I wish we could have a little camera on your face. While... Oh, we will. He'll be filming. Oh, my goodness. So this perfect. Is... <laughs> that is perfect because yeah. that is such a moment and a raw moment, you know, for you to be able to see that uh, all together for the first time. I, I think that's going to be amazing. I'm excited. I'm going to be there and yeah. helping support. Listen, there's going to be a big old red carpet. So <laughs> we're excited. And you will find me on the red carpet somewhere with Deontay. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to try to squeeze in and be your arm candy at some point. Um, I'm just like shove your husband across the aisle and then I'll squeeze in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I want to. And the reason that I, I chose to do the red carpet and why it's significant, um, I wanted everyone to feel special right. on that night. And as I've said in Facebook lives, you know, if you don't have 
a tuxedo or you don't have a tie and all you have is sweatpants and a sweatshirt, that's fine. Come in what you have and and just enjoy yourself and walk down the red carpet and get your picture taken. And it's just going to be a night where we can all love on one another and we get to do something positive in the community by giving back because the ticket sales, that money is going towards that $10,000. And right now we've raised 9,000. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. Now, speaking of love, I want to talk a little bit about cooking with love because I got to say this (laughs) now, not on cooking with love, but actually was on cooking with love because you did, you did a, you did a side broadcast with that. But, um, Deontay and I actually cooked together yeah. once at an interesting moment in our lives. <laughs> it was so much fun. We had no, we had such a good time yeah. um, with uh, the organization called The Socials. And we we all got together and we did a little cooking together. And yeah. it was a live show that I think went on for about 17 hours. I'm not sure... <laughs> We had such a good time, though. We did. And whenever we get together, it's always, we could just talk for hours. It's so much fun. And it's just it's just having fun. And I believe we did a drive for canned goods. We did. For the yeah. Fredericksburg Regional Food Bank, I believe, yeah. uh, that we helped them out around Valentine's Day. And so, yes, we both love doing uh, things for charity and, and trying to help out in our community. And, and both love speaking within the LGBTQ community, especially here, the growing community here. And we love doing things like that. Your Cooking with Love show is mm-hmm. so fun, and I am just loving watching this thing grow. Explain what it is and how you got to doing this Cooking with Love. Yeah, so I'm always trying new things, and one of the things, I knew how to cook a few things, um, but I didn't, I wasn't, you know, I didn't know how to do desserts and things like that. And so I'm the type of person where I just jump in with both feet and you know go a hundred percent and so um i tried to make a box cake on facebook live and i noticed that there were a lot of people all around the world that were just tuning in and commenting and i was like okay this may be something here and so um from that it developed into you know getting a logo and now the facebook live show cooking with love and it's just me being authentic in the kitchen making mistakes like putting a metal bowl in the microwave, yes, you know, and um, just discussing things that are going on in my life and things that are going on in the in the world. And so there's no topic off um, off limits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just growing and people get to see me make mistakes. And then I invite people from the community over to my home and uh, they get to taste test what I make. And so it's just developed over the years. And it's become this thing where now we're almost like a family. Like I have people from all across the world that will tune in, you know, every other Sunday so they can watch and they comment. And um, it's, you know, the interesting thing for me with it is that there are some people who suffer with depression Mm -hmm. and, you know, they write me and they're like, you know, I need the cooking with love show this Sunday because it just helps them get through, you know, their day. And so it's, it's evolved and morphed into to way more than I ever thought it would be. And, um, again, it just goes back to the authenticity and people love watching my relationship with my husband Mm -hmm. because sometimes he comes in, he's introverted, doesn't like to be on camera. He's hilarious though. Yeah. And so it's so sweet. It's just a, it's just a fun show, uh, where I will try to make different desserts and different food and uh, most times I succeed, sometimes I fail. 
<laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just where a place where people can come and be accepted. And, you know, the part with inviting people into my home from the community, um, what greater way to show that you you love and care about yes. someone than to invite them in and they're able to network. We've had people who've gotten jobs from just coming over to try desserts and just talking with other people who are there. And like I said, it's become a family. Yeah, it really has. And it's really amazing. I was going to say that exact thing about you inviting people into your home. I think that's such a wonderful, humble, open hearted thing to do. And you do it every time you have the show. And I think it's it's just such a great way to do. Now, when can people see the Cooking with Love show? The Cooking with Love show is typically every other Sunday uh, and it starts between 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then I usually invite guests over around 5 p.m. to taste test whichever dessert that I've made. Um, And so they can find the schedule at DeontayDiggs.com. And every now and then I have to... um, you know, cancel a show or move a show because I'm traveling or whatnot. And uh, I try to keep that updated there. Now, how in the world with all of that going on, do you have time to do your day job? You know, it's interesting because uh, I had I was at a recruitment event um, one time and, and I had a college student walk up to me and say, you know, being a law enforcement officer, can I still do other things outside of, you know, that career? And I said, absolutely. Um, you know, I have multiple hats. And, and so my, my calling is my law enforcement career. I believe that all of my experiences in life have led me to a place where I am able to relate to people and go into, you know, most of the times in law enforcement, we're meeting people on their worst day in their, in their worst moments. True. And so to be able to identify with where they are, I'm able to work through that and also give knowledge to those around me, the other deputies, and how to handle certain situations or maybe what to look for in their perspective. And so I just make my first, I have to be very detailed in my calendar. Mm -hmm. And then I just make everything work around that. And so, you know, when I'm off, I'm not relaxing at home. I'm engaged in other things. But uh I'm very fortunate to be a law enforcement officer. And and even in a time where there are many who uh, I would say are doubtful of the career choice or or law enforcement officers, I'm able to say, uh, you know, maybe you should rethink that opinion or that approach um, as far as law enforcement officers being bad or or against a certain group of people. And so I'm able to be that that person that speaks out and who's built trust with with the community to say hey that you know that negative viewpoint isn't necessarily accurate you know i think some people would come into a, a similar situation uh as yours and they would say well look i you know Deontay can can talk about anything i mean you can bring this law enforcement piece in you can talk about Uh, racial topics, LGBTQ topics. You can talk about uh, being an author, being authentic, uh, now uh, documentary. There's so many things, and a lot of people would fall a little under that pressure. I feel like you've embraced that, knowing that you've been given so many gifts and talents, and you want to use that, and you've turned that around and and given that to the world now. Yeah, it's it's such a blessing. It is a lot of weight to bear at times. but it is truly such a blessing. And I figure for as long as I can, I'm going to keep going with it. Um, I know as a child, 
you know, I always said if I was ever given the opportunity to have a platform or to, to you know, be someone of influence, that I would uh, give back to the community. And so when people reach out to me with the cooking with love or the motivational speaking or even with the law enforcement career and say, you've changed my life for the positive or you've impacted me in a positive way. That's the fuel that I need to keep going. Um, I love to see other people succeed around me and to be successful. Um, that motivates me. And so this is it's it's been great. Um, I'm definitely ready to slow down just a little bit. Relax, a little vacation. Just a little vacation. <laughs> For the last two years, it has been crazy. But yeah. it's been, you know, I am living what many people um, across the nation and around the world uh, dream of, mm -hmm. of being and doing, and, and I'm living it. And so I haven't necessarily had an opportunity to sit, sit back and really reflect and enjoy it, but I know that I'm living my dream and I'm just going with it. That's fantastic. DeontayDiggs.com is the website and the book is Beneath the Scar. It is available to you right now. So go get the book, order the book. And the documentary is June 19th at Paragon. There's still tickets for the 830 showing. Get your tickets on Deontay's website. Really easy or Eventbrite. You can get them there at DeontayDiggs.com. Again, I can't say enough. We're so proud of you. We love you, Deontay. And we just continue to support all of these wonderful things that you have going on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Your emails are always welcome. If you have questions or comments about today's show or an idea for a future program, email D, that's D-E-E, -E, at B1015.com. Sunday Mornings with D is powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital, here for you. The thoughts, comments, statements, and opinions of the host and guest are their own, and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting, B101.5, or Station Management. Thanks for listening to Sunday Mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5. Your bundle of joy needs lots of sleep. At Mary Washington Hospital, we want to make sure they're safe. Sleep-related death results in the loss of more than 3,500 infants each year. By focusing on better sleeping practices, like the Back is Best model, our goal is to bring that number down. Designated as a safe sleep leader by the National Safe Sleep Hospital Certification Program, our team educates new parents on ways to ensure their little one is protected when getting the sleep they need to grow, so you can both rest easy. Along with safe sleep, we are dedicated to bringing the best care to the newest members of our community. The Level 3 Neonatal Intensive Care Unit at Mary Washington Hospital is proud to celebrate over 25 years of caring for the region's tiniest babies. Learn more at mybaby.mwhc.com. Mary Washington Healthcare, here for you.